To episode 34 of the Sportscast podcast. We're going to look back at the week's events with the fallout from the Formula One, Hasboss, former Hasboss, Gunther Steiner, and the Master Snooker, a little bit on Calum Smith's boxing, and of course the weekend's Hello, welcome to this week's Sportscast podcast. How are you both doing? Yeah, very well. James? Yeah, very well. Yeah, yeah, I'm all good, yeah. How are you guys? You good? Yes, not too bad. Terrific. Where do you want to start? Should we cover off football? We've had some FA Cup action this week, as well as Premier League returning this weekend. Yeah. yeah. It's been EFL. Uh, yeah, we had we had the FA Cup on Monday night, didn't we? Manchester United with a pretty steady win over away at Wigan. Um, I think the big one with the EFL semi final, Middlesbrough Chelsea, Middlesbrough racking up the one nil, one nil. Yeah, yeah. In the what, I watched that game and Chelsea were absolutely awful. Really, they, it was the. It's probably the worst Chelsea performance I've seen in a good few years. They were just shocking. And they've had they've had some bad ones in eighteen months as well. So well, it, it it was the worst one. It was the worst one definitely within the last two years. It was they were wow. just awful. Cole Palmer, who is supposed to be the next prodigy of Chelsea, couldn't hit a barn door with a banjo. It was just awful. Scored, scored, scored yesterday. Oh, yeah, but it was a penalty though, wasn't it? It was it was a penalty, yeah. As I say, yeah. In, in, in the only they, they didn't beat Fulham very convincingly either. It was only one nil yesterday, so yeah. It really, do you know, Joe? I feel kind of feel sorry for a little bit, um, not because of the wages that he's on, but kind of the opportunity that he would have had maybe at Liverpool or somewhere else. Um, is Raheem Sterling? Not at all. No, the guy's useless, Jordan. I'll be honest with you. Really? He's, he's, he's honestly he's he's awful. He he gets the minute he gets the ball, he runs towards the corner flag. He's not interested in bringing anyone else into play. He's nah. He he, he needs to go. That that club with the players that are there now. He he's probably one of a few with Premier League titles from the from the City days. He's got he's probably got some medals from when he was at Liverpool as well. Before that, he, he's the right player to have there and. and I see what James says he does when he when when he's on a wing he he's very much but when he's in the area he, he finds the back of the net. Oh, without a doubt, when he's in the area, he's a danger man. But it's very yeah. rarely it's very rarely you get those wingers in them danger areas. And 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 when he is, you know, when a ball comes over from the back four and they they ping a forty yard crossover towards the wing and he's running with it, he just heads straight to that corner flag. And it's yeah. I'm not a Chelsea fan, but I know I know a few of them, and it is for them. It, as they've said, it is so frustrating because he's got so much about him. But it's 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 almost like Poch Pochettino isn't using him to his full potential. And he's you know right once you get the ball, Raheem, get out to the wing, play about with it a bit, and get it in. And that tactic isn't working. That's fair enough. It's um, I still take him at most top top sides, but. 
yeah, it's um, I think Chelsea are the just as, as a whole, they're in yeah. quite a lot of disarray, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we see any of the Newcastle versus City game from this weekend just gone? I haven't watched anything apart from the Man U game today. Okay, have you, James? Uh, I've not, no, but I, I did check in while I was at work yesterday. I did check in that um, Newcastle were 2 1 up at half time. And I kind of yeah. said, to one of my, I did say to one of my colleagues, I can't see it saying 2 1, but I sure as shit didn't think it was going to go 3 2 to City. If yeah. goal, especially if, St. James's Park, I didn't see that coming. If you've got the opportunity, watch the highlights from the match because genuinely, I thought it was all, all five goals were outstanding. There was yeah. the, 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 there's a new guy called Bob. Which yeah. I'll be honest, I've not heard of before. But no, same. And every time someone says it, I automatically go back to the is it the Rowan Atkinson, Mister Bean? The- <laughs> yeah, Bob. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic goal. Great balance, like from four yards out. But he took it round two different players and the keeper to be able to do that. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> De Bruyne <laughs> playing fantastic ball, and then uh, Anthony Gordon as well scoring a really, really solid goal. If you if you watch the highlights, you'll know what I'm talking about. Just have, a, just have a quick look, look at the goal. stats. Just have a quick look at the stats of the game. Possession. In this is all all these. I'll say Manchester City's numbers first. Seventy three percent to twenty seven percent possession. Twenty seven shots to Newcastle's twelve. 13 corners to Newcastle's three. And they were 2 1 down at half time. Yeah. How's that? How's that? Man City have played them off the park. Well, that's where they were. Yeah. It's about taking those chances, isn't it? I yeah. mean, I mean, being an Arsenal fan, I think I'm quite reasonably qualified to say that you can have you can have 30, 30 chances on goal and not score anything. So. It's about taking those chances, isn't it? I mean, Newcastle in that first half were clinically, clearly as well, much much more clinical with their finishing and they, they were getting the job done. I think if Newcastle had gone into half-time 2-0 or 3-1 up, maybe we'd be having a different conversation because, I mean, it is Manchester City after all and with, with Kevin De Bruyne coming back and Kevin De Bruyne being the absolute maestro that he is, you can never... You can, you, I mean, you couldn't before when he was out, but now he's back. You cannot chalk Man City off at all. No, no. A couple of results from the lower leagues. Um, I think the, the standout game of the weekend, uh, Grimsby versus Knox County, finished 5-5 with Knox County taking the, the lead in the 92nd minute and Grimsby equalised in the 95th. Sure. Ten goals. It, what, what? What do you say as a manager? Are you? Are you? Is it? Is it very much a? Um, you know, well done to the front. Have a word with the back, or, or are you pleased? Are you not pleased? You've, you've scored five goals, but you conceded five. What? <laughs> I just think it's a cracking game, and I, I hope you've got a pound on five all. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think as a fan, all fans like to watch goals, don't they? It's all goals, goals, goals. So, I mean, yeah. from my point of view, regardless of the score, you've paid your ticket, you've gone to the game, you've seen a 10-goal thriller, brilliant. But going back to what you said, Liam, I think I, me, if, if, if I was savvy and qualified enough to be a manager, which I sure as shame in, in, I would be more annoyed with the fact that we put five 
in our own net. That yeah. would frustrate me more. Um, yeah. What's you know, interesting is uh, Grimsby are actually 19th in League Two uh, with a goal difference of minus nine. Um, and, and, and to be able to put five past past uh, any team. Yeah. 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 You've thrown that. This, this is the reason probably why they're 19th. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Who, yeah. Go on, Jeff. No, no, I was going to say to Jordan, you've, yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. You're right. Grimsby are, are low down, Notts County are Storm and League Two. And you're right. Bring, you've put five past the top team, but this is why you're 19th because you're letting five goals in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hope. Yes. Get that. Two games got abandoned in League One Bolton, Cheltenham. Bolton had a fan taken on well, who. I've seen on Twitter, I, I'm not sure if true, but has sadly passed since. But the Reading-Port Vale game, after 16 minutes, the Reading fans stormed the pitch. Mm. Like, absolutely. It's, it's the usual brigade of, of Samba-wearing, Stone Island-repping fucking arseholes, though, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But I was... I was listening to something today on the radio about that because I, I didn't know anything about it until this morning on my way into work. And it's it's all to do with the, um, well, it's supposedly yeah. all to do with the owners, the fact that they, they've they cut the funding for the youth team, for the for the uh, the women's team, that they're, they're not they're not pumping money into it. They're, they're kind of doing a glazier type of thing. They're, they're taking yeah. money out of the club for their own interests. And it's, but at the same time, Totally get what Jordan's saying. It's your, it's your Stella, yeah. Staffy, Ryden, Stone Island dickheads that have uh, have got to ruin it. So you know, Reading of their fans have ruined it for themselves. Really, the people, it's the people that that have never been to the women's game. It's, it's people that have never been to watch the youth that, play and and put a fiver in their till and a pint. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's those people that are just that, want to have never done it. And, yeah. and it's those people that have ruined it for. For the rest of everybody, and their match has been abandoned. It's it's now gonna as well, I mean we're talking about it. It's gonna have that knock on effect. It's gonna trickle down. It's not gonna give them a good reputation, and it's it, it's gonna affect the gate. It's gonna affect the the away teams going to. Um, I don't know if it's still called the Majeski, but still going to that stadium. Or oh, it wasn't Majeski, was it JJB or whatever it was? Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, and it's. It's going to have a massive knock-on effect, and you're right. It's the, the type of people that don't really give a shit about that. Yeah. yeah, the championship probably the, the the best game would be Southampton, nineteenth game unbeaten um, in a row. Do you know what? I disagree with that. I'd say it would be the uh, the Leicester game the other night. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, it was the lunchtime kickoff, wasn't it? On Saturday, uh, no, 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 I don't, uh, I don't think so. Maybe, but it's the the fact that Leicester were one up with ten minutes to go, and they Coventry got three goals in the last ten in minutes. Last, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably go with that. I, I, I keep an eye on Southampton. Adam Armstrong left Blackburn to play with. Um, Southampton in the Premier League. They subsequently got relegated to the Championship. He's back in the Championship and he's just scoring again for fun. So, um, whenever he's, you know, whenever I see his name pop up on Sky Sports uh, Soccer Saturday, I uh, I am keen. But um, 
F1 Jordan, quite a quite a turbulent week, really. Yeah. Uh, so, if those of you that uh, haven't seen um, Gunter Steiner, who is the or was the team principal of Haas, uh, and has been for many many years as well, um, ten, has, ten years. Yeah, he he's left the team um, completely, cut ties. Um, as well as one of the chief uh, technical engineers as well. He's he's left us along with Gunther, who, who they're close friends anyway. They've been working together in the team for or different variations of the same team for years. Um, ultimately, so Gene Haas, who actually owns the, the racing team, the automobile team um, franchise, and as, as well as the Formula 1 team, basically said that it was down to performance um, and that it's not he's not saying that it's Gunther's fault. Um, but Gunter did actually decide to step down off his own back, and in an interview over, with, over the performance of the team, over the performance of the team, in in yeah. in an interview with Sky Sports, he said that he is not running tenth out of ten for another for another year. So yeah, um, Steiner decided to uh, take a leave. Hmm, interesting, especially you know, sort of a month after the season. What have we got? We've got. Two months really until first February of the season. February, February end of February. Yeah, we can say next month officially. Oh yeah, bloody hell, yeah. <laughs> the ra- you know the rate, the rate, the rate is in March, but yeah, the, they, the they media, share. the media cut starts on the Thursday. Yeah, uh, the most disappointing about Haas for me is they share a technical partnership with Ferrari. So, in other words, they get Ferrari's second-hand bits. That, yeah. that, that that aren't quite good enough to make a Ferrari, if you know what I mean. But it, it's just disappointing that they've got two really experienced drivers and they can't seem to gel as a team because there's been much made, not even much made, much reported on the two drivers and and Gene and, and, uh, and, and Gunter not getting on, not seeing eye to eye, and not having the 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 agreement on tactics and the way that the direction of the car. Complete polar opposite to, to obviously um, Red Bull and like places people like McLaren and Aston Martin. Um, it's just a shame. I, I, I can't see what the new team principal is going to bring. I called Ayo Ayo Kotsumatu or something like that. He's a yeah. Japanese engineer um, who's worked for um, Haas for a, a number of years. So I hope he has better form, but at the same time. I like Williams. I really want Williams to do exceedingly well, and I want them to be the kind of. I want them to be sixth ahead of all the back markers, basically. Yeah. Thing is, Haas in twenty eighteen came fifth in the constructors. Yeah. And then you know, and then and then it just went ninth, ninth, tenth, eighth, tenth. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's and that year, Roman Grosjean, Kevin Magnussen. You know, that is a a pretty strong. At the time, it would have been a strong team. Well, yeah. it would have been a young team then as well. But um, yeah, it's a shame. I, I, Gunther, Gunther was a um, a character in Formula One. It's a shame to lose him. Exactly. Last night, Callum Smith wanted to become a two weight world championship against Arter Bertabiev in Quebec. The Russian, but the fourteen Quebec. Uh, unfortunately, Callum Smith lost in the seventh round, and he was down on all cards. Callum Smith, I don't know for, for anyone listening, he's, he's a um, 
uh, Scouse um, boxer, but his family, there's like four sons, and they've all been world champions at their weights. It's, it's oh. very... How shit would you feel if you Callum Smith then for not doing it? Your brother's no, 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 no. He's already, he's already been, he's already been a world champion. Oh, has he? A, a weight, he's, he's gone up a weight to try and win another. Oh, okay, fair so, I'll, I'll be honest. He's probably been the most successful of the, of, of the four as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but he, yeah, but imagine it's like um, Eli Manning and Peyton Manning, the two quarterbacks, arguably two of two out of five best. Uh, quarterbacks probably of all time in, in, in the NFL. There is yeah. a third brother who played basketball, okay. but he, he he didn't quite make the NBA and he played in like the leagues below. Like, you know, imagine Christmas when you go back home or Thanksgiving, <laughs> you go back home and, and oh, I've just signed a new deal worth uh, 80 million a season and, and I've made the, I've made the Super Bowl this year and, and then it's the third one. What have you done this year? Got a promotion at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, it's like <laughs> it, it, that is not that there's anything wrong with working at Walmart, but <laughs> no, but when your two brothers are the two of the most successful yeah. quarterbacks of all time, yeah, yeah no matter yeah. what you do, it's underwhelming. Yeah. So um Snooker, it's been a fantastic week of Snooker. We saw at the Masters, we saw Ding Junhui hit a one four seven, which for me, as we've said the other week, was probably it's, it's it's the thing I would want to see most in sport. I'd love to see one live. Um, he did unfortunately lose the match to Ronnie O'Sullivan, but then <laughs> that that was only the second one four seven that's ever happened at the Masters tournament. Really? Yeah. And then last night, Mark Allen. Goes and knocks in another one four seven. So ding. So so to, what uh, hit a maximum one four seven in this tournament. Sorry, when you said that, I thought my microwave had finished. So <laughs> you, you you get fifteen grand for hitting a one four seven in this. Oh. But if someone else hits it, you share it. So oh, tie it. So so Mark Allen's just just done it, and he and he's like he's achieved for me one of the greatest feats in sport. And I'll be honest as well. I think it was it wasn't the greatest one four seven because that had to be Ronnie O'Sullivan's one that he did in like five and a half minutes. But I think I think it's very close to being second because it's arguably the second best one, or it's one of the worst ones because there was a few really difficult shots that it was like, oh my god, he, he, this is like, re, you know, he's not going to make this, so it's, it's like it's almost over, unlucky kind of thing. But he didn't, and he's made them. And yeah, and unfortunately, sorry, that was Friday night because he then lost last night to um, to uh, to Ali Carter, who plays O'Sullivan, playing O'Sullivan today and tonight. And Ali Carter is currently six three up in that. Ali Carter, um, he, he probably burst on burst on the scene. He came onto the scene probably twenty five years ago, but then he he had cancer and he stopped playing. And he's sort of just come back playing. His health allowed him to come back playing. And he's made a couple of quite big finals in that time. So you really can't, you know, step away from the game, ill health, and just come back and as if nothing ever, nothing ever happened. So I think he, I think he will be O'Sullivan this uh, tonight as well. Yeah. So. Um, did you see? Um, did you see Ronnie O'Sullivan arriving at the venue? Uh, the video of him arriving at the venue on the first day. 
No. No. So so the passenger is recording a video and uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan pulls up in his Porsche and this young lad, high-vis, show-sec bloke, uh, comes over and he says, can I get your name? And he says, yeah, it's Ronnie O'Sullivan. <laughs> and he says, uh, I just need to check that you're uh, that you're allowed in. He says, well, I, I'm playing in 15 minutes. You better hurry up. I'm playing in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, just, I just need to make sure you're on the list. And he goes back and forth and Ronnie O'Sullivan's winding him up. And then his boss comes over and he goes, do you know who that fucking is? <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is a little bit like, you haven't got ID on you, so you're not covered in, mate. Like, <laughs> 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 mate imagine, imagine he rocks up to the Worlds this year at Sheffield and, and the lad's like, sorry, mate, you can't come in. He's like, well, I'm returning the trophy that I won last year. You know, you've got to let me in. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, oh one thing I do want to say, and something more for James than uh, not not necessarily not for Jordan, but a week on Wednesday on Netflix, the Six Nations documentary comes out. So they've done a Drive to Survive esque for the for last year's Six Nations. Oh nice! I might watch that. I, I enjoyed the Six Nations actually watching it live, so I'll watch it. I might watch it. Good. I mean, those those types of documentaries are brilliant. And I meant to say to you guys weeks ago now in regards to the Formula One, I, I watched it on Disney Plus. Have you seen that Braun? I haven't. Have you, Jordan? No, I haven't got Disney Plus. Ooh, I tell you what, I mean, I, I'm not a Formula One. I'm not. I'm not a massive Formula One fan. But I do remember that era when Jensen Button just dominated in that uh, that 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 Braun car, and it's it's. It's a really good documentary. It's hosted by uh, Keanu Reeves, and Keanu Reeves, you wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't think, yeah, I know, and you wouldn't think of somebody of his stature and fame would overly be that knowledgeable on on Formula One, considering it's not really that big in America. But it's awesome. You need to watch it. It's I was absolutely engulfed in it, and I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. So, if this Six Nations one that you've stated. Come out on this yeah. thing to go by because I do like all those. <laughs> they done more nothings and yeah, they done a Man City and they done a Tottenham. They done Toronto Maple Leafs. So have, you, have you watched the Maple Leafs one? Yeah, loved it. I loved it. Loved it. Yeah, and you know, but if you if you two do get the opportunity to watch that Braun one, you you you've really got to give it a go. It's 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 brilliant. I mean, if I enjoyed it and I'm not a big fan, Jordan, you'll. God, what, what, what is it? Is it a six-part series? Or is it just like a two-hour special? What's uh, three, three, one hours type thing, and it's it just takes you from how how they came about, uh, how Ross Braun kinda, uh, and how various uh, I can't remember their names. So you'll have to pardon me on it, but how they left other teams to go into it, and how Ross Braun kinda not not cheated, but kinda manipulated the rules in that is it that he, that, double that diffuser. Diffuser and, and things like that and how they come back and then you know one minute that you know all the all the workers uh, factory that uh, I can't remember it's a Japanese thing Japanese firm all of a sudden minute they've got no job and the next minute they're part of the you know the the, the fair pile yeah. Or, you know, it's, it is brilliant. It, it does catch you and it, it gets you going. So I really recommend it. I really do. Oh, my catch that. Yeah, give it a go. Give it a go. Right. Have yeah. you seen much of the NFL this weekend anyway? 
boys. I haven't. I did see. I did see the Kansas Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs play, and yeah. they set a new record. Do you Absolutely. know the record? Absolutely, absolutely done. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs today. Sorry, this is a today one, so it's uh, an update. They've absolutely hammered the Miami Dolphins, um, twenty-six points to seven. Yes, but did you see the record that, that was broken? Uh, I've heard that a record was broken, but I don't know what it was. I wasn't the overly... Temp- the temperature inside the stadium was minus 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and they're playing in cough shirts and lycra. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I often rock around in lycra in the winter, so... <laughs> Something there for everybody in that one. Hey, hey. Yeah, so minus twenty, the the coldest the game's ever been played. There's been Steelers and Bills. I saw got um, got rescheduled because of a storm warning, but yeah, I've not caught. I know that Bill. I did see that Bill Belichick has left Patriots after twenty four years. Well, that's what happens when you lose your star quarterback, isn't it? And you don't do bugger all for a couple of years. That's very true. You get that you get found out, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not ideal. Yeah. Next week, there's. There's not sort of many big games, I suppose, on 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 the Saturday. You've got Leeds Preston, which is obviously a biggest game at the top of the table. Um, but again, we're we're going to probably be going more into sort of around the Six Nations with the Six Nations camps being announced. Um, a steady week this week. You've got obviously the FA Cup. You've got the third round replays. Um, happening this week, so quite a lot of games, really. And then you've got the winner of Italy versus Newport, which I believe playing Manchester United, that's been picked for the BBC. So quite a quite a big game. Um, one uh, one super quick thing that we haven't mentioned before we wrap up is the Africa Cup of Nations has started, hasn't it? Ah, oh, yes, I did watch a little bit of that last night. Actually, the um, uh, Ivory Coast game. I've not seen a game of it. It always... I, I watched, I, I've watched it in the past. It always brings decent games because you've got... You've got... You've got some really, really talented, really, really good players in there, but you've also got some, like, League Two-esque players. So it's a real massive mix of talent. And obviously, Senegal are, are, are odds-on favourites to win probably the best team in the tournament. But... You get some really, really good results. You get some really, really good football as well. It's, it's mm. enjoyable to kind of flick through the highlights, but not to sit and watch all. It's very attacking. Yeah, you know what? Very attacking, totally, exactly. Totally agree with that, Jordan. Absolutely. I mean, you've got, you've got a team like Nigeria that have today played, and they've got some, in the past, they've had some big-name players that play for them, and they're playing a team, Equatorial Guinea. I mean, could you name an Equatorial Guinea player? No, but... They held to a draw, so I mean, you're right. It's it's not the most exciting football in the world, but it does throw up some really interesting watches. If that makes sense, yeah. I know it's kind of a double, a bit of a contradiction there. But Egypt, who you've got people like Mo Salah playing for, uh, playing Mozambique. Well, bloody hell, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I. Uh, 
quite like these. I mean, you've got the Asian Cup as well going on, haven't you? You know, so uh, as well, I believe there's a few games in that tomorrow, along with Senegal. They're playing Gambia tomorrow and Cameroon, Guinea. Just, I've just, um, I'll be honest, I've just had a quick, uh, quick scooch at the Equatorial Guinea team. And my plan, and my plan was to go, huh, you've not heard of so and so, but, um, you can't, can you? They're, they're, they've got a defender mm. that, yes, he's only 20. He plays for Huddersfield Town B. So he's in the B development squad for Huddersfield. So Yeah, he's playing international football in a major tournament. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Can you imagine, yeah. the, can you imagine the temperature difference between Equatorial Guinea and Huddersfield? Huddersfield. <laughs> <laughs> slightly, damp, slightly damper in Huddersfield. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at where these, some of these... Some of these Basilio Reino is 19, midfielder. Plays for Burnley under twenty ones. I, I tell you what, again, that's worse than Huddersfield. That yes. is that is the arse end of nowhere. So, uh, um, and that's what yeah. I mean. You got you got you got players like that. That are, I mean, I think Jordan alluded to League Two players, but I mean, you got players that are not even bloody in the first yeah. team the national league teams. You know, so yeah. you've it, and when you watch it. It is really interesting and really yeah. fun to watch. But, like Jordan said, I couldn't watch a full 90 minutes of it. No, it um, it wouldn't do... Do they, do they still take the Vesuvalas into the things? Is it all... Oh, the Vesuvalas? Yeah. Oh, bloody hope not. They were fucking awful, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Almighty. They were bloody horrendous. Right. We will catch up next week. Keep an eye on the Africa Cup of Nations because I know it's, it's, it is a big one. It affects the Premier League as well. So um, I know uh, Manchester United goalkeeper's playing in it. He's played today and then he's flying there tonight. So um, cool. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll catch up with you next week. Take care. See you later. Thanks for joining us this week on the Sportscast podcast. As normal, you'll get us on our social media, Instagram and X, formerly Twitter, at Sportscast Pod UK. Join us again next week.